this week on the Hallelujah Amen podcast. I said, um, say John 3.16. Well, she loves the Word of God, so immediately she begins saying, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. And I let her say the whole verse, and then I said, Now back up. And look, it doesn't say, For God so loved the world except you. And I said her name. <laughs> and in that moment, without me prompting her, she said, God, forgive me. God, forgive me for believing my dad and not you. I am loved. You do love me. And through that repentance and a couple other things that the Lord had me do, just watching what he was doing, literally watching what he was doing in the spirit and copying him and listening to him and obeying she was. Um, she woke up the next morning without psychosomatic pain she'd had wow. all her life. Jesus. And they took a pacemaker out of her bladder because her bladder was fine. And now we're back with part two of You Need to Know You're Loved with Cheyenne Eakin. So that's what I'm saying when I'm asking you, like, when you started to actually step into the love bath lifestyle, you were healed emotionally, maybe oh. physically. I've got I got healed of so many things that it, it five years later I was still realizing things I was healed of like vertigo. <laughs> How do you check for that? I don't know. Right. I just realized it'd been years. Um, itchy patches in my head and my elbows and just so many things got healed. Right. My baby was completely healed of food allergies when I was delivered of fear because fear is the root, the spiritual root of. Um, allergic responses and so when I stepped into peace so did my baby Woo, which is a whole nother podcast yeah. but we should do that one too let's do it all about parenting and like what you were talking oh. about oh yeah yes. whoa wow wow I guess when you were talking about that story with with that girl I was just like feeling the gravity for my own life like I could literally be healed in whatever capacity God wants to heal me by receiving his love. 100%. Because I grew up going to like all types of counseling sessions, looking for healing in, I mean, I've physically like broken many bones and I've had to like heal myself by doing what the doctor says or whatever, you know, like I've like prided myself in finding healing in some ways. Or like learning something enough to to where I could heal myself enough Mm -hmm. or something, you know? Mm -hmm. And the simplicity of I could just receive God's love. (laughs) Right. Like actually believe. Well, if fear is the root of so many things and perfect love casts out all fear. Right. Then you get rid of the, the big thing, the fear and rejection. Right. And all the things that are the reasons for diseases, so many things are started by emotional stress. I mean, even now they're saying with cancer, I know even with my brother, they wanted to know around what time he was hurt or something traumatic to him happened. Really? And pretty much that's when, because I don't know, I I don't want to get into all the science of it all, but basically that's when um, the immune system went down and the disease starts taking over. Wow. 
because everybody has those kind of cells. Right. You know. Right. But your immune system keeps them right. down. So anyway, just thinking of fear of being rejected, anger at being rejected, turning into bitterness. Bitterness creates disease. Wow. Unforgiveness, we know scripturally, according to Matthew 18, if a Christian has unforgiveness toward anyone, and anyone. I mean anyone, abusers included, then the Christian is delivered to the tormentors. It's a legal right for the enemy to torment our lives. Wow. That's crazy. So love takes care of all of that. If it's actually the if you're if you're really loving the Father, knowing He loves you, loving Him, because if if you really know you're loved and you're really loving Him, you're not like I'm loved. I'll do whatever I want. You're like I'm loved. I'm going to obey the Word. Right. Which is the next part of like the gospel. Yes. And living the right. Christian life is not just like I'm so loved. I'm going to do whatever I want. Grace right. covers everything. No, that's not. Not that. That's not the gospel. It's you're so loved. And That's you, a foolish person who's building their life on sand. Right. Right. Like a false gospel. It's Yeah. It's not going to save anybody. Right. Yeah. What were we going to say? You're like, oh, that's crazy. Oh, was like the last thing. Yeah. I was thinking about when I got delivered, my first deliverance session was crazy. Um, I'm sure I'll talk about it another time, but I'm just realizing that like, I think the first level or maybe all the torment that came with my abuse in childhood was completely silenced and delivered because I forgave. <laughs> like actually, like forgave the abuser. Mm -hmm. Because I love that you said even abusers. Yes. Like it's, that's not an, it's not an excuse. Most people in this day and age have had an abuser, unfortunately. Right. And even forgiving them. Yes. Because... And we forgive because we were forgiven. Just right. like we love because we were loved. We love because he first loved us. We forgive. One thing the Lord showed me to tell people recently is there's scripture that says um, forgive because you've been forgiven. And also forgive if you want to be forgiven. Mm. So forgiving because we want to be forgiven is not a good motivator, not a good reason to forgive. It's more of a consequence if you don't. Right. Because if you don't, you won't be forgiven. But for me, I start, I don't start with like, oh, that person's sweet. They probably didn't mean it. No, they did mean it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's remembering that I didn't deserve forgiveness either. Right. And he forgave me. And one step that, because some of you watching will want to know how could I ever forgive this person? Well, because you've been forgiven and because you're so, so loved and because you love him so much. And one step I take is just let that abuser or someone who's just recently hurt you, just first step, picture them under the cross with his blood flowing over them. Just be willing to for them to be forgiven because who's going to forgive through you? Who's going to really forgive them is him. Like right. when Stephen was being stoned, he didn't say, I forgive you, precious people. He was asking God to not lay it to their account. When Jesus was, when on, Jesus the cross, was on the cross, he say. was not saying, I forgive you, awesome people. He was saying, Father, forgive them. And so wow. just knowing that, it, you know, the Lord showed me in a dream one time that humanly it's impossible, but the Holy Spirit through me forgave yes. my abuser. I tried to forgive one act, you know, 10 yeah. years prior. And then 
the Holy Spirit through me completely forgave. Wow. And so, you know, it's, it's of massive importance, not only for disease healing and disease prevention, but for eternity and for God's heart. And I think yeah. when you can stop, when we can stop being so obsessed with our own heart and think of God's heart. Yeah. You know, the Bible says, don't grieve the Holy Spirit by the way you live. Think, I used to think of that as making him mad, but think of him being sad. Mm. Like he has feelings about our heart motions. Wow. He sees every little heart motion of love toward him. And so I don't want to agree. I don't want, I don't want to make him sad. And that'll kind of help you pull out of your own emotions is thinking your of God sadness. having real emotions about you might think, well, it's going to hurt too much to forgive, but I just feel like it makes the heart of the father so pleased. <laughs> is us determined carefully what pleases God. So we know we can please him or grieve him. Right. And he ha actually has feelings. Yeah. And letting him become more personal than you. Stop taking everything so personally <laughs> and think about how God takes it. Right. You know? Right. And that type of lifestyle, like actually thinking of the Father and of God and of Jesus, like Holy Spirit every day, all day, comes through intimacy with him, right? Communicating with and him. Communicating right. with him. Praying in the spirit. Right. Like yeah. like in marriage, so I love pleasing James. Right. And but like I don't know what pleases him unless I get to know him better. So so good. You know? So good. And so like with God, I'm learning still and I will continue learning. Always, and I yeah. wanna keep learning. Yeah. The only reason I want to keep learning is because he gave me the desire to want to keep learning. Amen. And I love you said this the other night too. You're like, he what were you in context about? He Let me think. It was basically like he gives us. He answers the prayer he causes. He answers the prayer he, he answers causes. the prayers he causes us to pray. And he fills the desires he causes us to have. That. Yeah. That's so beautiful to me. Yeah. We're That's, not making him do something. Right. He's not like clueless until we think of a great prayer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, you didn't know. You didn't know about it. Here, let me pray. Yeah. Lord, it's like, he's like, I'm sovereign. He knows all of our needs. Wow. Before we ask. Wow. He just set it up. Prayer is, is communication. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we pray to communicate with him. He already knows all the needs. Wow. You know? And so prayer is so, it's just so, so beautiful. I just, and throwing that in, I just don't want anybody to feel, you know, like they've got to think of a great prayer for God to answer. Right. If you're, the Holy Spirit will lead you to pray and pray things you don't even know what to pray for. And he'll, he'll lead you to pray prayers that God wants to answer. Wow. All, all I keep hearing is this, everything's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be okay. I'm still loved, so I'm still safe. I think it came to mind because, like, there's so many moments where, like, we believe the lie of fear. Like, let's say you've been delivered of fear once, and then life continues and things come. Like, in my own life, in the last 
couple months, fear yeah. tried to come back. Yeah, my life last after couple weeks. Me. Right. Yeah. Because the devil doesn't just like, like try and quit. Like he wants no our way. faith. He wants right. our faith. Right. But it's also not personal. I love that you just said that too. It's like, it's not against us. It's really against God. Yeah. And so something I love about Cheyenne and about just Jesus through her is the reminder of, yes, you're loved. And also don't worry about it. Like everything's okay. Like I think for me, I, and I think this is part of maturing. Thank you, Jesus for maturity, <laughs> but also just like a part of going through like a hard thing and then the Lord taking you through it and teaching you that like, that wasn't that big of a deal, especially <laughs> yeah. for him. Like a toddler, like a toddler, yeah. like growing up, like you skinned your knee, but you didn't like break your leg. Right. You know what I mean? You, yeah. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. And so I think, I think for me, I, uh, I'm still learning how to, as I keep my eyes on him and receive love from him and remember I'm loved so that I can love others I'm like, oh, like this life is how we're supposed to live. Mm. Like we're not like I love when you talk about Cheyenne when I think it was your initial encounter maybe or around that time when your body relaxed and Jesus told you like this is how I want you to live. Yeah. What was that about? Because I love I love I'm so grateful for God's encounters in your life mm. and for him using them to cause me and anyone that wants it to encounter God. Like it's so. Thanks for saying that. It means so much to I me. I need to remember that more. You yeah. know that it, it not only is talking about the encounters, but it's always inviting someone. Yeah, I'm so grateful that I now know I can encounter God whenever I want to, or be, at least be open to Him encountering me. You know what I mean? Like I'm so grateful for that. But I love when you talk about living in that place where, like, I love that we're talking about this. That like physically, you can literally be healed. Because of God's love. And also, let's say you're not healed, you can at least experience peace and rest because you're loved. Yeah, that actually was a few months after the first encounter. Okay. And I'm glad you're bringing this up right after we just talked about what we just talked about because I didn't trust him enough to have it. Oh. Uh. I didn't trust him enough yet to have what I experienced a few months later. So I'll say wow, I what I experienced and then back up, remind me. Wow. So I'm in my kitchen and suddenly I feel, it's just my experience, like a golden, sparkly, wonderful, softly weighted blanket on my arms. Wow. And it was so real that I talked to God about it. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? And he said, that's my peace. I'm like, I haven't felt peace because I could feel it in my heart. I'm like, this is peace. I haven't had peace in years. I had forgotten what peace felt like. Wow. You know, and I'm talking about just the peace you have when you're like three or four. Right. Or 17, hopefully. Yeah. You still have peace. I don't know. Maybe not. You know? Right. Just maybe a day. Yeah. And I didn't know I didn't have peace until I had it again. Woo! I didn't know I was missing peace. Right, me I either. I didn't walk around thinking, I don't have peace. I just was living. And so wow. I'm like, oh. And then I felt him say, this is my presence. 
Well, we know his presence is him, but he was manifesting to me tangibly and wow. physically. Which I didn't know could happen. I didn't either. <laughs> I wasn't at a conference receiving an impartation. Nobody said, now you're about to feel... This. A golden blanket. Right. right. Because in our church, I'll feel him come in with that heavy weight, and I'll start looking around and seeing people, visitors, experiencing, like, what is this? Like the girl Sunday night. Did you hear? She said she didn't want to leave. She was afraid to lose it. She she said, I've never yes. felt this before. She said, it's almost like I was asleep for an hour and a half. I've never felt this much peace. And didn't Daniel say his watch was like... His Fitbit show his heart rate went lower than when he sleeps. Like he was at rest. Yes. And when Elise was speaking in peace and rest, when she sat down, her Fitbit said it's time to get <laughs> moving. Stand up. Because it thought that she was resting the whole and time. And then did you? The other guy had he had just had a quadruple um, shot latte to give him some energy for church. Wow, our church. <laughs> the Lord, I didn't know that. The Lord tells me, go tell him this song is for him. Um, when y'all started singing, make me lie down in green pastures. Wow, this song is for you. The Lord wants you to him to rest. He said every effect of that drink went away, and he just went, Foom. Woo! <laughs> so there is, a, you know... His presence. Oh, his presence. I, I think it was called the Kaban. Yes. You know, in the Torah, the heavy, weighty... In fact, that's how a Hasidic Jewish rabbi told me, he said, you have a direct connection with God. Because I explained how I was feeling, and then the miracles that came. Woo. So the presence is kind of a buzzword sometimes, yeah. you know, in some churches. The presence is not an it. It is him. He is his presence. You're feeling the presence of the living God. And I've only found him to come when he's pleased. Wow. I'll always check to see, what did we just say? What did he like so much? Wow. That's another way of finding out what pleases him. Anyway, when I felt that, I felt the Lord say, yes, never allow a situation or circumstance to justify a lack of my peace. Now, I'm not saying I'll walk around with golden blankets on my heart. <laughs> Or that they're even gold. It just felt like they had to be sparkly gold. Um, when my mom experienced his presence like that, she described it as the 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 blanket they cover you with at the dentist. Yes, and they're going to take weighted. x-rays, the weight. That's how I feel it. Yeah. A weighted blanket. And then that makes me think of embrace. Wow. Because my mom is not so comfortable with hugs. Wow. And it was like God was hugging her. Wow. And the embrace of the Father, the Bible says, is the is grace. Woo! So you could say peace, you could say grace, a grace for peace. What I mean. So anyway, but the reason I didn't have that when I first encountered, and I want to just right. make this really clear, no, no person was teaching me these things. I hadn't gone to a conference, and never heard of this stuff, and he was showing me in dreams, visions. He was opening his word to me. The reason I didn't feel the peace when God encountered me that first time mm. was because I did not have the trust. And Isaiah 26, 3 says oh. that God gives peace in the hearts 
and on the arms. <laughs> Not adding to the Bible. <laughs> I just felt on my arms, but the peace was mainly in my heart. Yeah. To those whose mind... Minds are stayed on him because they trust him. Because they trust him. So it took me weeks and months. You know, I was invited into rest April 11, 2014. I started entering into rest April 24th, 2014. Wow. So in the meantime, I was building my faith. My faith is being built the way faith is built. The only way faith grows by the word. Woo. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Wow. So I went from having no Bible to in the Bible all day as much as I could every day. Me too. And so then my trust was being built, and then uh, there came the peace. That's his promise. You know, some people want God to give them peace so they can trust him. It's completely backwards. When we trust him, he gives gives us peace. Wow. That's so beautiful. Yeah, that's how it happened for me too. I'm so grateful that... I'm so grateful that he caused you to not only hear his invitation. That's the first thing. So grateful that he caused you to hear it. But yeah. then also grateful that he caused you to actually step in oh. to the rest, you know? Every day. Every day, yeah. And, and like, we don't talk about this, like, and then her life was amazing. No. <laughs> Right? Right. Because that's a lie. Nothing changed. Nothing changed. Except I started changing. Lyndall Cooley loves when I say this, um, when I was sharing this with him recently, when, so the encounter with God did not change my life. But in that encounter, I was invited into a changed life. And we're transformed by the renewing of our mind. So it was, I don't want you to think that you need to have some mystical encounter so your life can be changed. Right. It is, you are transformed by the renewing of your mind. I also want to say, if you say, I've never seen the eyes of Jesus, that you're no less loved. Right. And it's the heart of faith. It's it's faith in God. It's faith in Christ that is seeing his eyes. And maybe you'll have a vision. I hope you do. Um, but you don't have to have an encounter with God to be loved by God. You are so loved by right. God. And if you'll open your heart to his love and his word mm-hmm. and believe by faith that he will open his word to you, yes. your faith can be built so strong that you'll actually trust him that you'll have peace. And you you will. You'll have peace. Like actually. Actually. The Prince Even of in peace. hard circumstances. You know? Even in hard circumstances. Yeah. Which I'm still learning. Yes. Yes. I'm still learning that. Me too. Because we're so human. We're so human. And I just love that Jesus is like preparing us for our wedding day. <laughs> like. For himself, yes. Like we're not a total failure if we like don't feel peace in a hard time. No. You know what I mean? We're not. Faith, it's wonderful when feelings come with it. Right. Right. Because it's not. Right. But we can have faith without having the feeling. Right. I was going to say that earlier when you were saying that you, when you love people and you, like, if you're holding them and you remember that you're being held, like when I've been held by you and you're remembering you're being held by him, I yeah. feel 100% loved by God. Yes. Held by God. Probably it's his healed. love that counts. it's his love. Yeah. And I love Last. your love. Of course. Of course I has, love your love. But I'm human. Right. And my love never saved anybody. Right. <laughs> Couldn't even save my own children. Right. 
And depending on our day and our feelings and emotions and how we woke up that day, we might not feel very lovey. Oh, or loved. Or loved. Yeah. Yeah. I am so excited because God had a completely different plan for this conversation, (laughs) which I kind of knew. He's so good. He's so good. When I say couldn't save my children, I'll say just to clarify, I, I couldn't heal baby of the food allergies. And one day I confessed to the Lord about my older son. I said, Lord, I just have to tell you I'm inadequate. I'm not enough for Elijah. And so quickly and so gently, I heard him say, and I never would have created you to be. If you were enough for him, he would not need me. Mm. And and what has turned Elijah's life around was finding out his need of a savior, you know. Wow. And so praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. So so remembering I'm not enough for anybody is a is just um very life giving to me. Because what that means is they gotta have somebody more than me and that's God. So if I can stay connected to him in trust and love then he can continue to flow out of my life and meet all the needs. He can meet all the needs. All of them. All of them. Can you explain really quick before we end why that's life-giving to you? Because I'm just just hearing, like I can hear people hearing that and being like, how is that life-giving if you don't feel like you're enough? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's so many of, there's so many people out there, especially like women in ministry, especially, that are trying to be enough for the sheep in their fold oh that's just exhausting because you can't i mean just practically speaking you can't please everyone right you know (laughs) you actually can't help everyone right and so you're enough as in you're enough for god to love you he loved you before you were born he loved you he loved us while we were in our sin but i've never been enough for people and i never will be Right. I I never have. God is enough. Amen. God is enough. So it's life-giving for me because I can stay in a relaxed love posture in my heart and keep giving my love and my focus to God, believing, and we've seen that it's true, that when I'm so all about him, he's so all about his people. Yeah. I see it like the cross, like I'm here and I'm focused on him and his love flows through me yeah. and, and out and draws people. Jesus said, no man comes to me unless he's drawn by the Father. So I figure if Jesus couldn't draw people to himself, why should I try to draw people to him? You know? Right. And so remembering that I'm not enough, that his strength is made perfect in my weakness, then I can just be what I actually am. Right. Like, humility is the actual reality. Like, how do you be enough? Put on more makeup? False eyelashes? Do I need extensions? You know what I mean? Right. Like, call more people? Answer more texts? What would ever <laughs> it would be never enough? End. There, it's never enough. It would never end. Never, ever, never end. So if I can stay very sensitive to him and obedient to his voice, I believe he will meet all the needs. So for me to say I'm not enough is knowing that he is enough and that he really cares about me and all of his people. And so I can just stay sensitive to him and say what he says. That's what Jesus did. 
Jesus didn't meet all the needs on the earth while he was here. Wow. He didn't, and he responds to faith. So you can try to meet people's needs, and if they're just needy, you know, that's a, I could go off on that. But he didn't meet all the needs, but he became, he was the, he was the answer to everyone's needs if they come to him. Right. And they believe. And so he goes home him, with us. He, yes. God goes home with us. Yeah, I can't go home with people. I wish you could sometimes. I know. But Maybe I will. Okay. Let's do it sometime. Let's do it. Uh, Baker says, I love this. He said, our job is to become nothing so that Jesus can be everything in us. Wow. I love that. And I'm cool with that. I love what he says, too, that you've been quoting lately, that no one is more loved or better. Or what is that quote? He told me no one's worse than you. No one's worse than you. <laughs> no one's worse than we are. And no one's more, more loved. loved than we are. Now that'll set somebody free. Yeah. If we're all just trying to be enough, what do you, I mean, what do you gauge it by? Like, and then are you better than, I don't know. It's, it's just, just, that's a slippery slope. Right. Just be loved. Just be loved. Know that he's enough. Relax. Yes. If I could say anything right now, it, I the word I'm hearing is relax. We give you permission to relax and be loved because you are loved. So know that you're loved. Become aware of his great love and live to know him. Live mm. to experience his love and obey him. If you really love him, you'll obey him. And then he will do, of course, mighty and great things, great and mighty things for us, in us, and through us. Right. But the point is him. The point is knowing him. Because clearly we see that many people will get miracles and not make it to heaven. Right. And many people will do miracles and not make it into heaven. So the point, and the reason is because they weren't known. They didn't know Jesus. So the point is not to change the world or be amazing or be enough. You're so valuable to him that he sent Jesus to die for you. (laughs) Know that your value is set. Your value is fixed. It's set, priceless. Your treasures are being laid up for you in heaven. Your rewards in heaven. We get so many blessings here. But the point of life is to know him. And the Bible says to know God is to have eternal life. life. Yay! <laughs> the point of this life and the next one. To Praise know God. Praise the Lord. We love you guys. We love you. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. So fun. So fun. We should do this like once a week. Yeah, at least. I was thinking every day. <laughs> hey, if you enjoyed this podcast episode or any of the episodes from this podcast, please download them. Give them a thumbs up. Subscribe. Follow. Five stars. You know, all that jazz. I dare you to yell hallelujah with me wherever you are right now. Ready? You ready? One, two, three. Hallelujah.